0: Log Talk Radio. Log Talk Radio. Log Talk Radio.
3: This is the body of Christ church. And well and well, the tender is the key. Yes, you
0: do it. Ah!
2: The blood in the church, all. Don't forget about my friends in the dance hall. Joy and love me up and great peace of mind. I'm not this new one, it doesn't bring them to find. They go past and pray, past and pray. They find that I'm a friend, them find. This year, go past and pray, past and pray. I believe they'll get thee behind.
3: All right. I want to welcome everyone oh, to uh, another episode of Repentance 15. And uh, I'm your host, Brother Ibarja. And I also have on the line with me, of brothers, Dawiyah. Dawiyah is a special off people.
0: Shalom, brothers
1: and sisters out there. And no most of Christ bless everyone blessing,
3: everyone. Well, this show is uh, titled In Honor of that Mother. And what we're really going into is, uh, you know, in the scriptures is to look at the scriptures and see what it says about how to honor our parents. Last year, in 2010, a survey released by the National Retail Federation showed that Mother's Day was the second largest U.S. consumer spending holiday. Mind you, this is behind some of the winter holidays like Christmas, Kwanzaa, things of that nature. So, although it has taken loop, many Christians have embraced Mother's Day as a time to show love and appreciation. Billions, that's right, B with a, billions with a B, billions of dollars will be spent on gifts, flowers, and edibles by many in honor of mothers worldwide. But so what does the Bible say about honoring our mothers? Is Mother's Day a vain tradition of man? And why and how are mothers honored according to the Bible? We're going to hopefully be able to get some edification out of the scriptures to answer these questions. So I'd like to start off first by going to one of the Ten Commandments. And this is Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12. We're going to jump right into it. And let's see what the Lord said about honoring our mother. So, Dawayad, if you got that, brother, go ahead and read that for me, please.
1: right. Exodus
3: chapter 20,
1: verse 12. And it reads, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee.
3: Right. So the Bible says... The Ten Commandments, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So the Heavenly Father is giving us the instructions to honor or listen or to obey our father and our mother, so that what? So that our days may be long upon the land which the Lord our God gives us. So he gave us the Ten Commandments as we were going to the land of Israel. And when you read through the Bible, it shows you what our father and mother were supposed to be teaching us. And what we were supposed to be honoring by them, okay? As a matter of fact, let's go to uh, Deuteronomy chapter twelve, verse twenty-eight, just to kind of get a little bit more edification from that. Deuteronomy twelve, yeah, twelve, chapter twelve, verse twenty-eight. Because let's okay. see, we get a little bit more edification about how we were supposed to honor our father and our mother, and what the things we were supposed to be taught from our parents. Okay, so
1: this is Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 28 Mm -hmm. Observe and hear all these words which I command thee That it may go well with thee And with thy children after thee forever When thou doest that which is good
3: and right In the sight of the Lord thy God Right, so according to the Bible, the Heavenly Father And mind you, this has not changed Now that we're in, you know, 2011-whatever He said when we were coming out of the land of Egypt, out of slavery and hard bondage, and he was bringing us into our own land, and he gave us those Ten Commandments, and he gave us his laws, his statutes, and the things that we were supposed to live by and showed us how to obey him, Mm -hmm. this is the instruction and the charge that were given to the father and the mother. He said, observe and hear all these words which I command thee, that it may go well with thee and with thy children after thee forever. And we already see the result of what happened. You know, we're living those results out now as far as proof positive that we didn't observe and hear the words of the Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And we said, why? When thou doest that which is good and right in the sight of the Lord thy God. So, to bring it up to speed, the Heavenly Father gave us his law, of statutes, and commandments, and told us how to worship and honor him, gave the father and the mother, because we're dealing specifically with the mother, and so-called Mother's Day. Um, you know, it's a pagan holiday, but that's You can research that on your own, okay? And we may actually have a couple of other shows that go more so into that topic um, as far as its pagan roots. But the Lord showed us in the scriptures of the charge that he gave the parents on how they were supposed to instruct the children. And the children, in turn, by honoring their father and their mother, were supposed to follow that because those instructions and those commandments were coming down from the Heavenly Father himself. And now, in these days and times, That example is set through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And those instructions haven't changed. The understanding hasn't changed. The understanding has gone deeper because now Christ has left us a perfect example on how we're supposed to deal and how we're supposed to honor our mothers. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2 to get a little bit more edification on that. All right. And I want to read verses, uh, chapter 6, verses 2 and 3.
1: Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 Honor thy father and mother Which is the first commandment with promise That it may be well with thee And thou mayest live long on the earth So it says
3: Honor thy father and mother Which is the first commandment with promise We read about that promise in Deuteronomy the 12th chapter We read about that promise In Exodus the 20th chapter Because the promise was that it would go well with us And we would live long upon the earth Why? Why? because our fathers and mothers would be instilling us the fear and the commandments of the Heavenly Father, and we would be blessed in those things. But obviously that didn't happen. And you see our people not living long upon the earth. You see things not going well with our people. And when you look at, you know, the the status and the state of the so-called black families and Hispanic families, Mother's Day basically becomes one day that everybody wants to spend all of this money, and shared their so called mothers with gifts, but then the next the following day, shoot, sometimes the same day, they cussing their mama out, calling their mama uh, the B word and this, that and the other, and just basically what would be considered blasphemy. Of course, mm-hmm. and that's not a new thing. That that has always been happening. And the leaders of our people, believe it or not, were always the ones that endorsed it. They said, What you mean? Okay. I want to go to Matthew 15 and 2, because I made a statement. I said the leaders of our people were always the ones endorsing it. Let's go to Matthew chapter 15, verse 2, because when the leaders of our people can stand up and teach our people to honor these idolatrous holidays, when they can stand up and teach our people about, well, you know, you can do what you want to do, and, you know, that Bible is, you know, that was old stuff. You know, you got to come into the new world. When they teach our, our kids things like, you know, you have to go out and experience things and experience different people and then come back, you know, and then you can settle down with someone. That's not, what, that's not the charge that the Lord gave to the fathers and mothers to teach the children. That's a tradition of man. Let's read Matthew 15 and 2, brother. Um, Matthew chapter 15, verse 2. Why do thy disciples
1: transgress the, the traditions of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said unto them, Why do ye also transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? Stop right there. Mm
3: -hmm. So here it is you had the scribes and the Pharisees, which were the leaders of that time. They were trying to pick a bone with Christ about a tradition that they set up. And he's like, Okay, so why did our disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. Well, now, granted, just to give you a little bit of background, you know, you had the Levitical the Levitical priests who had those rituals, I don't want to call them rituals, who had those um customs where in the, and commandments, some of them were commandments where they had to wash before they went into the temple. But then man, okay, they wanted to take it a step further and now they wanted to wash this and wash that and they came up with that basically what they did is they added to the commandments of the Heavenly Father. So now they're looking at Christ like he's breaking some law because the, the disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate their food. So now Christ asked them a question. He said, why did he also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? So let's see what tradition our Lord is talking about. Verse, uh, Read verse
1: 4. Okay, so that's Matthew chapter 15, verse 4. Yep. For God, for God commanded, saying, honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die to death. Right. Keep going. Go ahead. But yep. ye say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God
3: of nine effect by your traditions. So the Lord cut them, man. He said, listen, for God said, let me read, let me jump back because I lost my place here. Verse 4, he said, for God commanded, saying, honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die to death. And how many times do you see these children out here cursing their father and mother, literally? All the time. You You see it on the TV. You hear it about on the radio. All of those things, and you ain't even got to go that far. You can, a lot of us can just look out our front door. Mm-hmm. And a great deal of us can look in our own households. But the Lord says, he that curses father or mother, let him die to death, showing you that the Heavenly Father takes that very seriously. That chain of command that the Lord set up, as far as the Heavenly Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Father, the Mother, and the children, the Lord is very serious about that. And he's also serious about that charge that he gave the father and the mother to enforce his commandments in their households. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's not happening. And I always have to put this claim, this claim out every time we read the scriptures because by reading this, this is not saying, okay, parents, if your children don't listen, go out and put them in death No, because you will go to jail. They will call that murder in these days and times. Mm-hmm. But the thing is is that the parents don't have to physically lay hands on their children and put them to death because by not teaching them the commandments, now you see the result of our kids killing each other, acting a fool out in the streets. You had, uh, what was that, General Larry Pratt making the song about the pants on the ground. I'm mm-hmm. talking about our people. Our people are filling up the jail houses. Our people are filling up the slums and the ghettos. Our people are dying the death. Our children. Why? Because our mothers and fathers didn't teach the commandments. That's where the honor was coming from. But what is the tradition, because we're still dealing with the leaders of our people. He says, but ye say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. Showing you that they're looking at the kids. The kids are like just bucking up against the parents like, listen, I'm a blessing to you. You should be proud to have me as your child. I'm the gift. You should be proud. Why well, I got to listen to you? And the leaders uphold this stuff. He says, what, in honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free, meaning that those children, by the traditions that are set by those people, those elders, and even now, when you look at how our kids are dressed and how they carry themselves, those are the things that are upheld, and the so-called moral confidence that we're supposed to have is completely gone.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
3: no accountability. There's no fear of the Lord. There's no uh, establishment of his commandments. Those, by them setting that tradition, the children are made free. You don't have to worry about the destruction of the Heavenly Father. You don't have to worry about the punishments for the breaking of his commandments. You're the gift to your parents. And he said, thus have you made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition. Read the next three verses, brother. All right.
1: And it reads, verse 7, Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. But in vain they, but in vain they do worship me, teaching
3: four doctrines and commandments of men. Yeah. and What are some of the doctrines and the commandments of men that they're teaching Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. People don't understand. Mother's Day is a doctrine and commandment of man. That's why those who do not partake of it are seen as wicked and evil. Hey, what you get your mother from your mom for Mother's Day? Uh, I don't celebrate Mother's Day, but. Oh, you shouldn't do that. That's your mama. She brought you into this world, and blah blah blah, 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 blah. Mhm. And it's, it's utter hypocrisy, because that's considering that these same people dishonor their upbringing every day by breaking the commandments of the Most High. Every single day. And then those who keep it claim that they're honoring their parents, but in truth, they're only breaking the laws of the Most High by partaking in a pagan festival. And mm-hmm. secondly. The fifth commandment was meant for every day, not to be observed at our own whim, not to be reduced to a day where you go out and spend a couple of hundred dollars on your mama that you were just calling a bee and everything else detestable under the sun the day before. <laughs> just disrespecting the parents, oh, it's Mother's Day, oh, we got to get something for mom and all that fake love, man. That's hypocritical, man. We can't do that. We have to repent mm-hmm. of those things. We have to repent. As a matter of fact, let's go to uh let's stay in Matthew and go to uh chapter twenty three and verse twenty seven. Say that again, I'm sorry. Chapter Lord, he, yeah, chapter twenty three, verses twenty seven and twenty eight. And Matthew? Yep. The Matthews? Matthews, chapter twenty three. Yep, verse thirty seven and read uh read twenty seven and twenty eight. Okay. Yeah,
1: we Matthew chapter 20, 23, verse 27. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto unto whited, what's that, sepulchres? Yep. Sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Go ahead. Even so ye also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity.
3: Right, because when you read that scripture, that that sepulchre is is uh, basically was a grave, okay, mm-hmm. Almost like when you see in a cemetery like a uh I don't want to say like a shrine, but you know how sometimes you see the the raised uh like things or whatever. A perfect example would almost be like the uh, Martin Luther King tomb that's surrounded by the water and everything. So he said that the, he said woe meaning destruction unto you scribes and Pharisees hypocrites. He says, for ye are like unto whited sepulchers, meaning you have this beautiful so-called monumental grave where somebody's dead bones are lying, a dead body. And that's why he said, which indeed appear beautiful and outward, but are within, full of dead men's bones and of, of all uncleanness. And in verse 28, he says, even so, we also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. And that hasn't changed. Those things haven't changed because... We'll do the we'll call like I said, we'll call our mothers, uh, disrespect them, we will uh dishonor our parents three hundred and sixty four days of the week. But then here comes Mother's Day, oh well you know it's Mama's Day, so we gotta get mama something. Oh, what are we gonna do? Oh, we just get her a car, we might take her out the gun Uh get some roses. Mhm. But with then we don't give a damn about our mothers. But then we're cursed, still cursing our mothers out. But we so can flowers the, on Mother's Day.
1: So what's the honor in that? <laughs>
3: That's the thing. That's why the Lord said it's hypocrisy. There ain't no honor. Mhm. There is no honor in that. But you can't tell our people that. Only you tell them that Mother's Day is you know has pagan roots, whatever. Why we shouldn't celebrate it now? You seen it's the demon from hell, and you don't love your mother just because. Now, mind you, you may deal with your mother according to the scriptures, but just because you don't celebrate and observe Mother's Day, now you're seen as wicked and evil. But wait a minute. The things that my mother told me that were according to the commandments of the Bible, I observed those things. And, you know, being older, I understand that some of those things that she was teaching me that were in line with the Bible now I understand why they were teaching me those things, like the scripture said, that it may go well with thee and thy children. Because people don't understand those instructions from the Lord that were given to the parents that were supposed to be taught to the children are those things that help you make good decisions in life. Those are the things that keep you from winding up pregnant at 16. Those are the things that keep you from winding up in jail and charged with murder at 15, 16, being charged as an adult while you're still a juvenile. Those are the righteous instructions that are supposed to come down. But, you know, you look at us now; it's that's not necessarily the case. You know, our parents will will teach us. You know, you're supposed to go out and experience life. Mm-hmm. Our parents will teach us go out and sow your wild oats. Or uh, the the, the so-called example when you go off to college, you know, go off and experience things, but don't bring no babies home. Don't bring back no Jesus' You left here with one person. Don't come back with two. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hypocrisy. And unfortunately, you know, our parents did the best that they could with what they had, which is why as we get older and become adults, we're supposed to seek the Lord and understand the Lord for ourselves and be that example. But I want to go a little bit further into it. Let's see what the mothers in the Bible were honored for, because when you look at it, The mothers in the Bible are honored for being virtuous and for no other reason. And when you look at, like, when you read Proverbs, I think it's like the 30th chapter about the virtuous woman, about how she ran the household and how she ordered the slaves and how she considered a a piece of land and purchased it and things of that nature. Because people don't understand, being a mother does not mean that you're in a house, in the daggone kitchen, barefoot, and pregnant all the time. Mm -hmm. That's another tradition of man. Oh, you follow that Bible, oh, you're going to be knocked up with a hole by 12 babies. You ain't going to never have no career. <laughs> Let's see what the women in the, or the mothers in the Bible are honored for. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3.
1: 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3?
3: Yep, and I want to read verses 3 through uh, 5. You gonna read the whole thing straight through. You said 2 Timothy? Yep. Let me make say sure it's the it. uh, right one. Yeah, say it again. Yeah, it's 2 Timothy chapter 3 and... Oh, chapter 3, okay. Yeah, it might have been in 2.
1: Read 2 Timothy chapter
3: 3. I'm sorry, brother, 2 Timothy 1 and 3. I'm, I got the numbers switched around. So 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3.
1: Yeah, that's it. I'm sorry.
2: All right, and it reads,
1: I thank God, whom I served from my forefathers, with pure conscience. That without ceasing I have remembered of thee in my prayers night and day. Is it the scripture you want it? Okay. Yep, that's it. Read, the, read four and five. Okay. Greatly desire to see thee, being mindful of, of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, was dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, and in thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded
3: that in thee also. Yeah, so now this is a letter that Paul's writing to Timothy, okay? And he says, I thank God whom I serve for my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. And why did he have remembrance of Timothy in his prayers night and day? Because he had brought Timothy up and raised him up in the spirit and taught him the understanding of Christ and had also ordained Timothy as a bishop over a church. So Paul knew of the things that Timothy was going to have to deal with being a bishop over a church and having to guide, help guide people in the righteousness in a, through the example of Jesus Christ. And that by him being stationed there, that basically he wasn't going to be able to, you know, be with them all the time. Because Paul was, you know, he was an evangelist. He traveled. Because in verse 4 he says, Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. So let's find out what the joy that is that he was talking about. In verse 5, he says, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. That word unfeigned means not fake. So that means it was sincere. It was true. He said that true faith that is in thee, but where did it come from? When you read the verse of verse 5, it says, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. So it's going to show you how those women or why those women were honored because they were enforcing the commandments of the Heavenly Father. It started with the grandmother, it went down to his mother, and now he says because of the example of those women that, that how they brought him up and then also now mind you he had to, you know, exercise those works as well. Because you read through the scriptures, you'll have, you know, parents that kept the commandments and children were wicked as hell. What was that, um oh man, what was that uh priest and uh judges who had the sons that were um Oh, like um, with, the, uh, with the women and stuff. Sorry, i will to in a Yeah, yeah. come to me too. Yeah, but so I mean, you have examples in the scriptures of of people that weren't keeping the, that were keeping the commandments, but they had wicked children. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case here with Timothy. So when he said, "Listen," when I see the example and the faith that your grandmother had and the works that your mother has, then after seeing the example in the the uh, trend that you were setting or the work that you have or the pattern of works that you had exhibited, I am persuaded that in thee also. So that means that what? He has hope because not only does he come from a good start, but you see the examples of those mothers, okay, that he had and he followed. That's how the women in the scriptures were honored. It wasn't about the flowers and the candy and the roses and the taking them out. He eat. put less if somebody wants to do that, because don't get it twisted. If someone wants to do those things for their mother, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing.
1: I want to, to tell you, it was Eli. I think it was pre-Eli. Eli. Right. Yeah. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and it was actually in the book of Samuel. It wasn't the book of Judges.
0: Yeah, Samuel. So, yeah.
3: you know, it's just going to show that, you know, this world is just, Upside down and, and twisted And You know It's just crazy man. So We're going to take a moment to You know Look a your announcements, And when we get back We're going to deal with a few different things And you know Just keep going through the scriptures and get some edification So Y'all hold tight we'll we'll be back of Christ Church, inviting you to listen to our program, Repentance is the Key, where we examine repentance according to the Holy Bible and the teachings of Jesus Christ. The show airs every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So remember the words written in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove What is that good
0: and acceptable and perfect will of God?
3: If you've enjoyed today's program and you live in the Atlanta area, we invite you to view our public access television program. For Fulton County, please tune into Body of Christ on People TV. Channel 24, every
0: Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Or for DeKalb County, on Comcast Channel 25, every Monday at 2 p.m. And now back to today's show.
2: The Body of Christ Church invites you to listen to all our programs on Blog Talk Radio. These programs are meant to edify the listener regarding repentance and good works that come through the Holy Scriptures. The weekly program schedule is Sunday at 2 p.m., Tuesday at 8 p.m., Wednesday at 7 p.m., Friday at 7 p.m., and Saturday at 9 a.m., all Eastern Standard Time. Our Spanish broadcast is at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time each Saturday at blogtalkradio.com slash ICDC. Please accept our invitation to call in to our show at 646. Your comments or questions are eagerly encouraged, whether they agree or disagree with the viewpoints expressed by those involved in the program. Again, call in now, please dial 646-716-7749.
3: Back from the break And uh, the topic of the show is You know, in honor of that mother And just looking at Mother's Day In general And you know, just seeing the hypocrisy in it Because it is based on a pagan holiday on like pagan practices But more importantly What we want to, you know, do is Go into the scriptures and receive some edification Out of the scriptures on How we're supposed to honor our mother And why mothers were honored So, you know, we were um, looking at some things before the break about, you know, why the women in the Scriptures were honored and the things that, you know, that the Scriptures said as far in regards to what we were supposed to be teaching our children and how that honor was supposed to be gained. But we can't give one side of the coin without looking at the other. So let's go to Lamentations, the fourth chapter, and see how wicked women are honored on so-called Mother's Day. Because yes, there are examples of wicked women in the scriptures as well, but they were what? Still honored. Lamentations, uh, Lamentations. four. Yep. What verse? Uh, verse verses three through
1: five. All right, Lamentations Lamentations chapter four, verse three, sir. Yep, chapter four, verse three. All right, verse three. Even the sea monsters draw out the breast; they give suck to the young ones the daughter of my people has become cruel like the ostriches
3: in the wilderness. Stop like that. Okay. He says, even the sea monsters draw their breast. They get some, excuse me, suck to their young ones. So an animal will feed and nourish its young ones. But what about a lot of the so-called mothers of our people? He says, the daughter of my people has become cruel cool, like the ostriches in the wilderness. So he's giving an example of a, an animal that doesn't necessarily have that nurture and that care that you would see, or the same nurture and care that you would see that she wants to have. He says, the daughter of my people has become cruel. Cool. And you look at the cruelty that our mothers have towards our children, first and foremost, by not teaching them the commandments. Okay? Because that's supposed to be the foundation on which everything else is set. Or the, the mothers abusing the children. And we're not talking about spanking according to the scriptures. We're talking about penny and Penny's mama on good times burning the girl up on her back, mm-hmm. okay? Telling her to go out there and, and use her body to get what she needs to get. That's cruel. Cool. That is the cruelness, and it's the breaking of the commandments that the Lord is talking about. Let's read verse 4.
0: Verse 4. The
1: tongue of the sucking child cleaveth to the roof of his mouth for thirst. The young children ask bread, and no man breaketh it unto them. Go ahead. They that did feed delicately are desolate in the streets. They that were brought up in scarlet embraced dug hills.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. The tongue of the sucking child cleaveth to the root of his mouth for thirst, spiritual and literally. Mm-hmm. Our children are thirsting for this knowledge, and nobody's out there to teach it to them. It's supposed to come from the parents. they mm-hmm. supposed to come from the fathers, and what we do in here specifically is supposed to come from the mothers. Thirsting for this knowledge Thirsting for correction Thirsting for the commandments Of the heavenly father And the children are asking bread It says And no man breaketh it unto them They're starving And they're dying in the streets That's an example Of a wicked woman mm-hmm. And these are the same people That are honored on Mother's Day Mind you mm-hmm. Verse 5 It says They that did feed delicately Are desolate in the streets They that were brought up In scarlet Embraced dunghills And when you look at our people That's exactly what it was The delicacy and the scarlet Meaning that royal apparel That we were supposed to have Was the commandments Of the Heavenly Father When he brought us Into that land of Israel He gave us everything But now You look at our people They're desperate In the streets And they embrace dung hills. And y'all know What dung is In other words dung is It starts with the letter S Mhm. That's what our people Embrace When you look at the things That our people Embrace today man Compared to what The Lord gave us Is a dunghills A pile of crap
0: Yeah
3: Hey, I love my mama. I got her flowers on Mother's Day. I took out to eat. <laughs> and then you kick mama to the curb after the after the dinner is over. And think you. Get out think of it. you. Did something good? Yeah, like that's honorable in the sight of the Lord. No, that's not. That's hypocrisy, and, and Christ already called it that. Let's go to Job chapter thirty-nine.
1: Job chapter thirty-nine. All right, Job chapter 39, what verse? 13. Job chapter 39, verse 13. And it reads, David style the the goodly wings unto the peacocks, or wings and feathers unto the ostrich, Mm -hmm. which which leaveth her eggs in the earth and warmeth them in dust. And forget it that the foot may crush them or that the wild beasts may break them. She yeah, is hardened against ahead. she is hardened against her young ones as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear.
3: Because God
1: hath deprived her of wisdom, and I have he imparted to her understanding.
3: So it's showing the example. This is why he said the cruel ostrich. Why? Because the ostrich will lay an egg in the earth and use dust the woman rather than taking care for it like that sea monster that would draw out the breast to give sucking to the young. And what? By them not having that attention and that care for that child, it says what? And forget us that the foot may question or that the wild beast may break them. Because the point is in verse 16, she is hardened against her young ones as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear. The mm-hmm. same mama that will leave her kids in the house, well, Mama, where are you going? Baby, I got to go to the club. Mm-hmm. I got to go get mine. Mm-hmm. She is hardened against her ones As though they were not hers I left food in the house for y'all Why? Mm-hmm. Because God has deprived her of wisdom Neither has he imparted her understanding Because mm-hmm. wisdom would show her that she's supposed to be in the house Taking care of those kids She's supposed to be mm-hmm. seeing after those children That's the understanding Why? Because there are a lot of predators And a lot of dangers out here And a lot of people that would do a lot of harm To those kids yeah, I want to add to it real quick.
1: Um, Go ahead. It's important. I know we can relate to it when we see, you know, these people out here today that are um, ra- they're letting the TV raise their kids. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um,
2: they're neglecting
1: them and giving them like you got a lot of young women out here that are having babies. This has been going on for for, for many years, and what they do is they're really they're babies themselves, and they're trying to raise babies. So what they do is they either give them to their grandmother, which is their mother, to help raise them, or they'll they'll constantly always find babysitters and and whomever just to drop them off. Kids that are barely old enough themselves to even watch them. You know what I mean? So they're really neglecting them. So the scriptures that are being brought out now are showing them that they're cruel. You know what I mean? That they don't really have a real good understanding, because the Most High said what? Deprive them of knowledge. because. These people out here are rejecting the word of the Most High. And they don't even have the proper instructions to raise
3: them properly to come up out of the destruction that we're in right now. Exactly, because the thing is is that again it goes back to we've all made bad decisions. Mhm. Okay, it, it, it wasn't a mistake. That was a bad decision. Okay. And a lot of those decisions that we make as, you know, teenagers, that cause us to find ourselves in these particular situations, our lives have lifelong, you know, uh, repercussions. And, mm-hmm. children, you know, teenagers having babies is just one of those many things. You know, we didn't even go into the whole thing about stealing or anything like that or uh, committing murder or selling drugs, none of those things. You're going to carry that, that rap sheet with you for the rest of your life. So the thing is is that because Jesus Christ came into the world and showed us how we're supposed to walk, uh, supposed to walk, okay, yeah, you know what, you made some bad choices coming up. You know what, you didn't have the information or the guidance and that understanding to be able to be guided in the right direction to avoid those things. Granted, all right, but now, like you said, the word of the Heavenly Father is coming to you. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah, I, I want to say some more.
3: To I want to say Go some ahead. more real quick, brother, because it's
1: really important because I see it all the time, and I deal with it even in my family, you know what I mean, so in our friends and things like that people you grew up with, because a lot of times the children gets older, all right, and what happens is you've been neglecting them for many years. You ain't really teach them anything, and not to not to really, you know, um, talk bad about those that, don't, that lack understanding, but this is why we teach the word of God so they can repent and learn understanding and learn how to become a better mother now. You know what I'm saying? Because um, we, we went through the same cycle where we didn't know how to be good fathers. I can speak for myself. I didn't know how to be a good father until the Most High taught me, and I'm still learning now to be a better father. So I'm Mm -hmm. not sitting here thinking I'm better than those out there, but now where I was trying to go with it is is that as a child gets older, a lot of times they use their mother or father as an excuse to continue doing wickedness because, well, my mother and father wasn't there for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? (laughs) They didn't teach me anything, and they always run with that excuse, and they become more wicked than their parents.
0: Mm.
1: And what happens is they don't realize just because your mother may have been wicked or may have lack of knowledge, it doesn't mean that it's over for you. There are still other mothers, according to the scriptures. That's why, if you don't mind, I want to go to a couple of scriptures to, to show right the, the people that just because your, you know, your your biological, you know, mother or father, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, that is your true mother isn't really a mother to you. There are women in the church that. Adopt you as a mother That is dear for you And give you advice Just like a mother Mm -hmm. You know And that's what's so important I want to go to um, Matthew chapter 12 And verse I forgot what verse it is But Matthew chapter 12 Real quick Okay And let's start at I think it's verse 46 Or something like that Yeah verse
3: 40 uh, Yeah start at 46 Okay Matthew 12 and 46 While he yet talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without, desiring to speak with him. Uh Then one said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak with thee. Mm -hmm. But he he answered and said unto them, Excuse me, he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother and who are my brethren?
1: Yeah, stop there for one minute. So now, Christ is. Christ's mother and, and, and brother is looking for him, and now he's talking to the audience. He's talking to those that's, you know, the disciples that's telling them this, and he's telling them what? Who is my mother and who is my brethren? He's asking them a question.
3: Read on. Okay. Verse 49. And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same as my brother and sister and mother.
1: Now, check that out. So it
3: goes to show you
1: that you do have a bond, you know what I mean, with the children of God. Yeah, Your mother, because the scriptures talk about you can't love your mother more than him. You can't love your brother, your sister, your husband, even yourself more than Christ. But when you get adopted into the scriptures and understand that once you learn repentance and what it is, there are going to be people in the church just like he just said, he got his hands in front of them and he's looking at the crowd saying, these are my mothers. This is These are my brothers right here. They're my sisters. Because that's the relationship we have with one another. That's saying that real, genuine love. They always say there's blood thicker than water. This is the saying that they say out in the world. But let me tell you, there are many scriptures that prove that we are all blood. Don't get it twisted because we're from the children of Israel. But just because your your mother... Um, is your mother And there's another woman in the church That is righteous and trying to teach you And mother you in these scriptures She is your mother This is what Christ is saying Because mm-hmm. she's doing the will of the scriptures Okay Just like a brother When you see the scriptures There's many scriptures on a, on a brother You know that that in the scriptures is thicker Matter of fact I'm going to go to that scripture real quick In Proverbs All right. Um. To prove my point, where I'm going with this, go to Proverbs chapter uh, 18 real quick. Okay. And and, uh, and and I'm gonna go right back to Matthew. All right,
3: I got it. I'm still, I'm still holding it.
1: Okay, Proverbs 18 and verse
3: uh, 24. All right, Proverbs 18:24. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother.
1: Now check that out. So we just finished talking about, you know, a brother, a sister, and a mother. But now you can introduce in the scriptures to a friend in in the scriptures. You see what I'm saying? He's even closer than you than your your
0: true brother. That's from your mother and father.
1: Why is that? That's the question you got to ask yourself. Why is that? Why? Because this brother, this friend of yours has a relationship with God, and guess what? He loves you more than your brother does. Because he's going to give you uh-huh. advice to to teach you repentance to get closer to the Father and have everlasting life. He cares about your well being.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot of our brothers, our so called brothers and cousins and family members. They don't give a darn about our well being. So this is no. what this is what this is all about. I want to hurry up and go to Matthew's real quick. Go back to Matthew's. unless, unless uh, take your time, brother. Huh? I take your time. Okay, let's go back to Matthews and read – actually, no. No, let's go to Timothy real quick. Okay.
2: Let me get get
3: Titus.
1: Titus, I'm sorry. Titus 2. Titus 2. I
3: mean, it's funny that you said that because you have women that will stand up and and deal with, you know, and be that mother to someone, but – who deserve that honor from the Lord? And then you got those women who would play none of those things, In fact to do the exact opposite and receive praises. That's the blasphemy and the hypocrisy that the scriptures are talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the blasphemy it's talking about. All right. So I'm in Titus. Um, start chapter, verse one. Chapter two, start at verse one. All right. Titus two and one. But speak thou those things which should become sound doctrine, that the aged men become sober, grave, temperate sound in faith, in charity, in patience. Verse three: The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. Stop here for a minute.
1: So when you read verse one, is just letting you know. Um, I'm reading again. But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. So the things that we speak, like we're speaking now, we're getting you, we're getting this understanding, the wisdom and knowledge and understanding from the Bible. This is where we get it from, mm-hmm. so when you start applying to your to your life you become wise why not because you made it up it's because the Holy Spirit fell upon you and is guiding you and teaching you how to instruct yourself so verse two says that the aged men be sober so that these aged men are talking about the men of God that are well versed in the scriptures and have that balance of understanding and they're going to father the younger men that's out there they're going to teach them that's the first of all they got to become That to become an aged man, you got to have that wisdom and that knowledge and that understanding, okay, and have the understanding and been in this for a while to really understand, you know, the devil, you know, and really understand his tricks and understand how to put on the armor of God and fight it off. You got to have that first and foremost. Now, the women got to have the same thing. Verse 3 says, aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not giving them much wine, teachers of good things. So, you know that these aged women—they don't tell lies, they don't instigate, they're not drunkers, they
3: don't that's teach the bad things. It. <laughs> huh? That's a, That's the word instigate. Just stirring up stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't teach bad things.
1: You got a lot of women out here that—that that, I know women out here. When I was out in the world, you got some women out here boosting, and people don't know what boosting yep. is. They run into stores and they stealing things. Call a shoplifting. Shoplifting. There you go. And then they go out and, and and they sell hot things, and that's how they make that money. And then they bring yep. their children along and teach them these bad things. Uh huh. There's some mothers out and, there that do this.
3: They're recruiting and their children into that. this madness, huh? And receive honor for that as
1: well. mhm, But an uh, aged woman in Christ is going
3: to be the opposite of that. Now read verse four. Yeah, and if she's doing those things, she's going to repent of those things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here we go, verse 4. That they may teach. Can I read that part again, brother? Yeah. That that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Keep going. To be be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed.
1: So these younger women that's out here
3: that never really had
1: a real mother, and then now you come into the scriptures and understand it. there's women in the body of Christ that can help you and give you advice to become a better woman. Because why? They have experience. They have experience. They've been there. They've done that. They understand the fight that you're fighting. But the thing is, now they're teaching you, because that's what a mother's supposed to do, nourish you. She's going to take her time, be patient, and teach you. So when you have something like that in the church, that is your mother. That's why Christ said, "Who is your mother? Who is who is my brother? Who is my sister? You know, those that do the will of God, because they're doing the will of God, you can trust them. You could trust their opinion in the scriptures.
3: Because it ain't this their is, opinion, it's the will of the Most High and His understanding that they're reciting to you. Exactly. That, so that, that's that the point that people do understand. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. Oh, that's well, what you think. No, this is chapter, verse. This is the wisdom of the scriptures. But they don't want to see it that way. I didn't mean to cut you off. Huh? No, no, no. So the, the most part
1: is like the important part. there's so many important parts, but you know. And 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 when when the aged woman is going to teach a younger woman how to be a great wife and how to be a great mother, how to deal with situations. This is the this is the lady that cares about you. You know what I'm saying. So you can you can really, you'll feel like, yo, I love you like a mother. You know what I mean? You, you'll feel that genuine love. So a lot of people ain't got to worry about their mother, their brother, their father, whatever, because if they don't come into this doctrine, you have them parents and you have that brotherly love, you have that sister that you never had, you have all that. It's all about us trying to save save our lives, man, save our souls. And anyone that's willing to to, to come and, and, and worship Christ, you know, um, worship God through Christ and understand these scriptures, then you're more than welcome to be part of His family. And this is what it's all about: uniting in that family in the body of Christ, so we can all have everlasting life. You know, and it's just so important, man. But
0: good.
3: You know what? I'm glad you went to Titus because I want to focus a little bit on verse five, where it says, I really want to focus on that part, that part where it says the keepers at home. hmm Okay. And the discreet and the chase and all of that. I want to go to Proverbs, I'm going to read a few verses, because if you look at Proverbs chapter 31, I want to start at verse 10, and I'm going to jump around a little bit in that, because if you read verses 10 all the way to verse 30, it shows you the characteristics of that mother or that woman that's supposed to be honored. And you look at some of those aspects or some of those uh, characteristics that this woman has, a lot of those same things, I mean, because people have, uh, you know, being a mother is not an honorable thing in this world, except Mm -hmm. for mothers. This woman, you know, a woman that bring ten different kids into the world by nine different men, and you know, it's like, oh, Mother's Day, oh, baby, I'm going I got a whole bunch of stuff on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I got a whole bunch of stuff. Look at all my babies. Mm-hmm. No, that's not honorable. And, and unfortunately, that's the dunghill that our people like to embrace. Mm-hmm. But let's you look at Proverbs the thirty-first chapter and those attributes of that virtuous woman. A lot of those attributes. She's running a household like she runs like somebody's running a corporation. Mm-hmm. She ain't barefoot and pregnant in the house and just popping out babies. She ain't mm-hmm. just the old drone, a so-called submissive woman with no so-called opinion and has no say of what goes what goes on in the house. Because people see that word "obey" their hug, their own husbands in, in, in Titus two and five, and all hell breaks loose. Oh, oh
0: no, I
3: ain't having no man over me. Oh, and, and, and with no understanding. Let's read Proverbs 31 because we got a few minutes left. Okay, Proverbs 31. 31. Yep, 31. Read verses, uh, read 10 all the way straight through to 15. Let's read it straight through. Alright, Proverbs
1: 31, verse 10. And it reads, Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband.
0: Okay.
3: Go ahead, yep, go
1: ahead. Uh, Alright, for her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband. Do safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She mm-hmm. will do him good and not evil, all the days of his life. Really? She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like mm-hmm. the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She rideth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her to her household and a portion to her to her uh, maidens. Read verse sixteen. Verse
3: sixteen.
1: She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. Mm-hmm. See,
3: people don't believe that the Bible is true.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It says, first, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. A ruby is a precious stone that's very valuable. So it's like, okay, well, I, I want a good wife. I want a good wife. Where where's she at? I want a virtuous woman. Every every man is out there looking for that virtuous woman but they don't understand that you have to become that virtuous man in Christ first. Mm -hmm. They don't understand that. You have to become that virtuous man in Christ first for the Lord to give you that virtuous woman. That's why it said in verse 11, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil, meaning that because those two are working together as a unit in the spirit of Christ, Mm -hmm. now he doesn't have to go out and and do anything illegal to bring money into the house. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just using that as an example, okay? I'm just using that purely as an example, but basically because those two are working, the husband can trust his, his wife. He ain't got to worry about her putting rat poison in his, in his food or antifreeze in his drink and putting him to death.
0: hmm
3: That's why I said she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands. hmm Why? Because she wants to see that household prosper, not tear it down and destroy it. hmm It says, she is like the merchant ships; She bringeth her food from afar. Fifteen, she riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. Maidens basically means those are the people that she is under. This is showing you these people had wealth, man. They weren't just poor and living in an old wood shack. Mm -hmm. They had servants. This woman was in a house. You read through, and I'm going to touch on a few of those in a second. When you read through, it talks about how she orders the servants. She was running that household like a business. She wasn't sitting in the in the in the kitchen barefoot and sweating over a dang stove all night. hmm That's those are the things when you read the scriptures about the virtuous woman. Those are the things that's supposed to be honoring uh, a woman or a mother for, uh, that we're supposed to honor our mothers for. Not being out in the streets and selling their bodies and being in the strip clubs and dancing. Oh, I got to put myself through school. That's a, no, no. No sorry, those are the things that we learned in the world and those are the things that we have to repent of. Let me jump to verse twenty six, man. Just let me read this real go quick. right ahead. Alright, verse twenty six. This is Proverbs thirty one
1: twenty six. She opened her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue
3: is the law of kindness. Look at that. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. read twenty seven to twenty eight. Yep. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. She ain't sitting on her butt watching the soaps all day and eating bonbons. Read 28.
1: Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and
3: he and he praises her. There's your Mother's Day. There's the honor in your mother. Mm-hmm. Not bringing home no daggone flowers on just one day at the week and going up in the church and, oh, we want to celebrate the mothers of the church. That's a mm-hmm. tradition of man. That's an abomination in the sight of the Heavenly Father. And those are the things that we had to repent of. Because, granted, again, like you said, this is not to get on this show and say that we're better than anybody, or you know, that we're setting ourselves above anyone. Because we all came through those things.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We've all came to come through that, through that understanding in the world of this is how you're supposed to show your mother honor. This is how you're supposed to listen to your parents. But when you start reading the scriptures and getting that understanding, even when your parents don't have that understanding. You, like the Lord said, become that light unto the world. That righteousness of the Heavenly Father that He's now using you as a vessel to show that example, that's what changes people. Those are the things that we're supposed to be honored in, that our mothers are supposed to be honored in, not the stuff that you see out in the world. And before we, because we got like about three minutes left, I want to go real quick to Luke 11 and 27. And I want to read verses 27 and 28 because you know, people tried to set Mary, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's mother, above him. But mm-hmm. let's read verses 27 and 28, Luke 11. Luke
1: 11, chapter 11, verse 27. And it came to pass, as he spake these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that beareth thee, in the past which thou hast sought. But he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they that
3: hear the word of God and keep it. So that's the point. Did Christ mm-hmm. disrespect his own mother by saying that? No, he didn't. Mm-mm. But he basically came back and set the order that the Heavenly Father set from the very beginning. Yea, rather. So he didn't diss his mother. He didn't disrespect his mother by saying, oh, no, nah, you just going to hell off. No, he said yea, rather, because what she said was true. But mm-hmm. yea, rather, meaning this holds more weight. What's more important is blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. And that, my friends, is what repentance is all about. So we'd like to thank you for attending our show, and uh oh yeah, you got any
1: closing words, brother? Well, uh, I'll just say you know, you know, we throw the prayers out to um to everyone out there that's listening, and um you know also to ourselves, you know as far as uh understanding how to honor our mother and how to understand what it is to teach those out there how to honor their mother and Lord as well you took heed to it and your repent
3: all right. So we want to give all praise and thanks to the Heavenly Father and His Son Christ for the edification. And Lord will we continue in that. So with that, I say Shalom. Shalom.